Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, hey, welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Now, did you know that today is the 200th episode? 200 episodes on the podcast. I can hardly believe that uh, that we've pulled off 200 podcasts. <laughs> How many have you listened to? Because did you know that there's probably more than 120 hours of interviews, education, tips, strategies, tricks, and I reckon I've interviewed around 150 guests. So that's a lot of humans. Uh, and so I really want to thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the feedback and the conversations that we've had uh, on the topics that we've discussed on the podcast. And thank you for listening to my Kiwi accent. For some of you, I know it's hilarious. <laughs> Anywho, let's jump into today. Um, because, you know, being nearly 2021 and 2020, we're close to the, to the next new year. And do you know what this means in a digital world? I mean, let's face it, we are completely immersed in a digital world now. And what that really means is if you're not on Google, you don't exist. Google is one of the most useful uh, and yet sometimes underutilized by salon owners um, tool that we have on our disposal. Kind of Google is, uh, it trumps them all. It trumps Instagram, it trumps Facebook. And surprisingly, many salon owners still think that they don't need a website. They don't need to have a relationship with Google uh, and that they just need some socials because I know that many of you know that you get clients from Instagram, Facebook, um, and don't get me wrong, that's an amazing tool and it's an, um, bringing you lots and lots of clients. But I want to tell you, you're leaving money on the table. There are so many opportunities on Google to really expand your reach uh, of your business and up your digital marketing game and truly take things to the next level. So that's why I've invited Tara Pullman to join me on this episode because she's a website developer, SEO marketer. SEO is search engine optimization. How many times do you go to Google and ask it a question, whether you want to buy something, whether you want to find out some information. Um, and so that's why today I want to chat to, uh, I want you to share in my chat with Tara about the cash you're leaving on the table. People search for services, the services that you provide every day in your local area. And how do we ensure that they find you and don't find the other salon down the road? And this is why having a website is just not enough. It needs to be, it needs to perform. And we need to explore the little, the little things that ensure people find, um, the people that find you actually take action and do business with you. Don't rely on socials alone. It simply isn't enough. I was so obsessed by this that after I sold my salon, I went and worked for a website company. I wanted to nail this piece. But in this particular occasion, 
Uh, I'm super excited for this one. Let's jump in. I want you to meet Tara. Enjoy this episode. Tara, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective podcast today. Very pleased to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, let's start with like, where are you in the world? Uh, what do you do and how did you get to be doing that? So I am from sunny Southwest Florida in the USA. Um, I am actually a website developer and search engine marketer. So basically what that means is that I help beauty businesses to bring in their ideal clientele through Google. So this isn't through like Google paid ads, but through the actual organic results. And I've been doing this for a long time. Actually, I went to school about 20 years ago for web design. So as you can imagine, things were a whole lot different then <laughs> with online marketing than they are now. Um, in fact, one of the very first websites that I worked on was for a paging company. They sold pagers. So that's how oh. long ago I've been <laughs> in the game. <laughs> yeah. And actually at that time, most businesses didn't even have websites. So, um, and if they did, they were really, really cheesy. So we've come a long way since then and I've been along for the ride. Um, but we fast forward till now and um, I know what works and what doesn't. So I've worked with hundreds of clients all over the world and all different industries. So that brings me to the salon side of things. A couple years ago, I was getting a little burnt out in my business because um, I was taking on clients in my local town just that would call me up and want a website. And I tend to be a bit of a perfectionist. So when I would take on these new clients, I was having to learn a new industry every single time. And I'd research really in depth on their industry, their competition, their processes of their business, and put all of that into words on a website and make their website look nice too. So it was really overwhelming and stressful for me and I just wasn't really enjoying it. So um, even though I have a lot of useless, useless knowledge on roofing and pools and installing windows and doors <laughs> and things like that, it really wasn't making me too happy. So I kind of reassessed where I was with my clients and I realized that the people that I was enjoying the most were the spas and salons that I had been working with and I always had great ideas for them and we always had a lot of fun and I just I know the industry so I just you know started to focus solely on helping beauty businesses and that's when I decided to completely rename and rebrand my business and I chose the name Digital Glam Squad because I just want to be that place where a beauty business owner can go to beautify their online presence. Yeah. And I love it. If you go and have a look at uh, Tara's website, it's really cool. It's very, uh, very hair and beauty. Uh, it's really appealing. So you've done a good job for your own niche, I guess. <laughs> so I'm excited to have you uh, on the podcast today because this is a topic that's uh, super important to me because for my own salon, uh, it was a game changer, our, us being not only visible on uh, and active on Google, but actually being ranking on the first page of Google. And I probably for a long time didn't quite realize how uh, transformative that was for our business right. to be right at the top of page one mm -hmm. uh, or at those top three. Um, 
And so I think it's important that we prioritize this because it can be a game changer, uh, but also from the basic aspect that you can't sell a secret. Like you have to have a good relationship with Google because this is where people go, right? Hey, so if they go to Google and they don't find you, you're kind of invisible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a, a saying actually that I use a lot um, from one of the co-founders of Wikipedia. He says, if you're not on Google, you don't exist. Yeah. And it's really true. For sure. For sure. So let's, let's dive in now and let's talk about some of the things that we need to make sure that we do, that we prioritize, um, and we just sort of step out of our business for a moment and make sure that we can be found. So what right. would you say is, what, what would you say is the number one thing that we need to do? Well, first and foremost, uh, one major factor in getting listed on Google is to have a Google My Business page. So this is a free listing, um, and it's really easy to set one up. I find that a lot of salons and actually businesses in general have a page usually. Um, either they haven't claimed it or they haven't optimized it. And maybe if they're your newer business, you may not even have one at all. So it's really, really important to make sure you set one of these up, especially if you want to show up in the local pack, which is the very first, usually three listings. When you type in a search on Google for a local business, you get that map that pops up and you get a couple of listings where it shows their business name, their address, directions, even their reviews, their contact information, and all of that. So um, in order to be able to get into that local pack, you have to have a Google My Business page. So, um, and that takes a little bit of work. Uh, you just don't just have to have the page, but you first have to make sure you have it claimed. If you haven't done so already, they'll usually send you a postcard in the mail or they can verify with a phone number. And then once you've verified that listing, you want to fill out as much information as you possibly can inside that um, listing. So you don't want to skip anything. You want to add as much valuable information about your business as you possibly can. You want to make sure your address is correct and that it is matching exactly what you have listed on your website. They should be the same uh, word for word. So it, it seems silly, but um, so if you have an address that's like 123 Main Street or something like that, then you and you've spelled out the word street on Google, then you also want to spell that word out on your website so that it matches. And mm. that would go for all your citations online. So whether that's an online directory, Yelp, Facebook, all of those directories that you have your business information on, they should all match what you have on Google so that Google can keep all of them together and make sure that they know that these are all you and not somebody else's business. Because really it's just a bot that's doing that. So if right. there's variation or uh, if there's variance, then it categorizes it as something else. Exactly. And so again, once you have all that information, then you want to go fill out your business hours. You want to choose the appropriate categories for your business. You want to add your website address if you have one, a booking link if you have one, add photos of your business. There's a whole lot of things that you can do 
to stand out from the rest of your competition by filling out all of this information. So you want to put photos of you, photos of your work, photos of your business, what you what it looks like inside, um, all those things. And they also have a place for posts. So if you have um, a Facebook post or an Instagram post that you're working on, you can also pop that same information into Google's posts. And so that when someone searches for you, they can see those posts actually on Google and they may be swayed to book with you rather than one of your competition if you have an abundance of information about your business and all these photos, reviews, all this information, it will make a huge difference for your business. Okay, so let me just recap there. You can post on Google just like you post on any other social site. Exactly. Reusing the same content. But just like, I mean, I know it's completely different to say a blog, but it's like placing content onto Google. Like the more Mm -hmm. content, the more the search engine spiders can find. Right. So if you have a post about a new service that you're offering, then when someone types in that service, then you have more chance, more chances to show up for that term than say someone who doesn't list any of those things on their Google page. Okay. So we kind of need to treat this like uh, another social platform in a way in terms of be active, be regular, maybe not on a daily basis, clearly, but you know, what, how would you say every quarter update it a little bit? Yeah. Um, anytime you have like a new staff member or you move some things around in the salon, then you, you know, take some new pictures. If you're posting on Instagram regularly, you probably have those pictures anyway. So just go ahead and upload them, change them out to your Google page. If you have posts like once a week, on Google, that's good enough. And, you know, when you have a new service, like I said, just post that information so that you can be found quicker for that. Okay. I love this. It needs to become part of the content rhythm that we have. Um, And Google prioritizes fresh content over old. So fresh is important. Yes. Can I make a little comment about, you mentioned you know, pictures of inside the salon, new team yes. members, et cetera, which I love and adore this. But here's my, here's my opinion, and it would be interesting yeah. to see what you think. When you post pictures of inside your salon, I think it needs to be busy, active, thriving-looking salon, not an empty okay, salon great. with the, so, the, the chairs all in a beautiful row, which looks lovely to a salon <laughs> owner, because this yeah. is how we want to see our salon, beautiful and straight. <laughs> But actually, that just looks like walking past a restaurant with no people in it. You don't walk into the restaurant that's got no one eating the food because you think, eh, maybe the food's not so good. You want to exactly. see a busy, thriving salon that's yeah. like, oh, if all it's social proof, right? If all those people are going there and they look happy and it's jovial, I want to be part of that. Yeah. And I like actually like pictures in action where you're actually yeah. working with a client. That's even better. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. Great. Good. Glad to get that. You can picture yourself there. You have to. That's right. You know, remember people, people are looking at this. Yeah. You know, so this isn't just for Google. This is for people. So remember that when you post these photos. So it's kind of like Google first. So Google can find it to show to the people. Right. Got it. 
Okay, <laughs> let's switch gear a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about websites because it's yeah. the website, other than the Google posting, which I love and adore, uh, it otherwise is showing your website. So what are some things yes. that we can do to make sure that uh, Google's going to prioritize our website over anybody else's? So one of the top ranking factors that um, Google has is how fast your website loads on a mobile device. So this is really important because uh, you want to be found, you know, it can help you to outrank some other people that have really slow sites. And there's actually a website called gtmetrics.com. And you can just put your URL into the search box there and it will scan your site and it will tell you how fast your website takes to load. So ideally, before you yeah. tell us the speed, yes. what is a URL? Like a URL. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so TikTok. <your> website address. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> so you want to put your website address into, it's GT as in like Google tacos and then metrics is m-e-t-r-i-x.com so you put your website address in there and it will scan the site and tell you how long it takes to load so ideally you want to shoot for around three and a half seconds or less but it's kind of hard to do so if you can get your website to load under five seconds then that would be considered pretty good okay um, so when you actually, when you run that report, it will give you a rundown of everything that is slowing down your site. Now, some of these are real technical and they're not gonna make any sense and that's fine, but there's some things that are really, really easy to fix. Um, so usually it would be something like a huge image or a huge video that's just bogging down your site, a slow, cheap, or free, inexpensive, um, hosting server. Sometimes those can run really slow because you're sharing your resources with lots of other people. Or if you have lots of feeds like an Instagram feed or an embedded map, a live chat box or something like that, all those things take time to load. So the more of those that you have on your website, then the longer it's going to take to load. So some of those things you're going to be able to spot right away when that report comes up and you can fix those things. You can change, swap out those images, resize them, make them smaller. You can move some your videos to another page or, you know, work on some of the things that it gives you to just shave up off a couple of seconds and it's going to give your rankings a boost. Okay, I think that's really important. And again, this is something that Google has put in place because they know humans don't wait more than five seconds, right? right. We're impatient. <laughs> it knows the human yeah. behavior and it's forcing us to kind of keep up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think that's, I think it's really important. I think I'm going to check my own website on that one. I haven't done <laughs> yeah, that for a long time. <laughs> okay. What are some other uh, search engine optimization SEO factors that we need to think about to make sure that Google prioritizes us and we have a good relationship with Google? Yes. So in addition to the website speed, another thing that's important um, is the mobile compatibility. So actually starting next month, Google made an announcement that all websites listed in Google will be listed by their mobile site first. Oh, so if you do not have a mobile friendly website, you're not going to, they're not even gonna look at your website anymore. So 
you're not going to rank above your competitors who possibly, you know, do have a mobile friendly website. So you have to think about uh, the last time, when did you look at your website on your mobile device? So take out your phone, put in your website address. Is everything look okay? Does it look wonky? Do you have to scroll left and right or zoom in and out to see the words? Uh, can you click the phone numbers to call? Is it easy to navigate? All these things contribute to a good user experience. So people are going to stay on your page longer if they're not fighting with pop-ups or they're having a hard time reading your website and the words on your page or looking through the pictures. If they get frustrated and they're just probably going to click off the site and they're going to leave. And that shows Google that you have a bad user experience and your rankings will actually go down. So the longer that people stay on your website and they can navigate, if it's easy for them and they want to read what you have, they want to look through your pictures, Google monitors all of that. And the longer that they stay, then you're going to have a better ranking. Okay, this is really important, right? Because ultimately yeah. all of this, all of this stuff ultimately determines whether or not clients looking for uh, your services will find you. And I think exactly. that's really important. There are people looking every single day, typing mm -hmm. that stuff into Google and either you're there or you're not. Exactly. Uh, and so if you're sitting twiddling your thumbs, wondering where all the new clients are in your salon, it's because you're invisible to them. So right. it's not that there aren't people looking for you right now. There's, there's they no scarcity. There's no scarcity here. Well, there it's just whether or not you're available yeah. and visible. Yep. Another thing um, that I wanted to mention is the wording on your website. Too, if you want to rank for a specific service, let's say um, microdermabrasion, something like that, then you want to have a page that's dedicated to that service on your website. That, and that's where you would talk about what it is, the benefits of having it done, maybe show some before and after photos, maybe even have some testimonials from your clients. Because if you don't talk about microdermabrasion or um, hair extensions on your website, you're not gonna rank for it. It's really as simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to talk about these things on your website explain them, go into detail, show pictures, do as much as you can to get these people to be interested and want to come into your salon. Do you think there's been a bit of a shift with all this sort of uh, explosion of social activity over the last um, X years, uh, mm -hmm. specifically the last sort of seven years, that it's taken the focus away from the website a little bit we're spending Absolutely. so much time and energy being really socially active that yeah. we forget that actually that same information that we're sharing on a daily basis actually needs to be visible on our website yeah because uh you know your instagram isn't going to come up on google when somebody types in a salon near me or a salon in my town so that's usually going to be one of the first places someone goes to look for a new salon or a new business. So if you're just focusing on socials, you're not gonna get that client. You know, there might be a the younger generation, they may seek you out on social media and follow you and they like your work. But 
the traditional person is going to go to Google. So you have to make sure that you're keeping up with the website side of things and the Google side of things. Don't forget about that because that's where the gold is <laughs> really. Look, pe I, I, people ask me, do I even need a web website now? Like I this know. is the question. And it's like, right. uh, yeah, it's like cutting, Absolutely. it's like cutting the possible client intake in by half. Cause yes, do people right. do go to Instagram and Facebook first, but there's a whole bunch of people that go to Google first. They will still look, they'll go to your website. And if they mm -hmm. like what they see, they'll then click on the Instagram and go and look at that too. Right. But we're talking about getting the, the, the first click for people to get to find you in the first place. Yes. And it just validates you, you know, because if, if I'm looking for a local business and they don't have a website, I mean, I'm a website designer, so it's different, but I, I think a lot of people are that way that they might just think, well, that's not very professional, you know, and just click off into someone else that does. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know because I, maybe I should ask you that, but I, that's how I feel when I'm looking for a new business anyway. Well, I, I kind of think like, uh, depending on the de demographic that you're looking for on any given day, if there's a hundred people looking for a, a new salon to go to, um, a bunch of them are going to go to social first, a bunch are going to go to Google first and you could cut your market in half and just focus on Instagram. But if you want to double that, Mm -hmm. then double the chance of getting new bookings, then you want to be in all the places. Right. My only advice is to uh, not to try and do both all at once. Like if you, it, it, you know, like, um, it's, yeah, it's a, it would be too overwhelming. Yeah. Like nail one, bed down their process, get a good communication rhythm going and then focus on the other and say, right, that's sorted. We know how to do that now. Now I'm going to fully focus on doing this, whichever way it may be. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I could rattle off a lot of other things, but I don't want to overwhelm people. With too no, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's like, you've, you've covered the core basics. Yeah. I think we've reestablished like why this needs to be a priority um, and the key things to get started. And then I think once you've got that, if you need to go more and you want to build more, come and see Tara, like, yeah. let her help you out. Yeah. <laughs> And I actually have a free SEO checklist on my website that you can download and it gives you all the things that I talked about today and some other little things that you can work on, on your own website on your, you right. know, by yourself. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to make sure that we link that up in the show okay. notes so you right. can find it. Uh, if you're driving or walking and you can't find the link right now, um, you know, hear the address now, right now, go and find it on the show notes and you can click through to it. Um, all right. Well, you're a business owner yourself. You run your own business. Uh, what is a quote or a mantra or something that kind of keeps you sane and keeps you going as a business owner that you can share with us? Yeah. So I was thinking about that and I, I don't want to sound a little cliche, but it really, cause it applies to pretty much any business, but I find myself thinking about putting people first and um, I tell that to my clients a lot. So that's kind of what I think my focus is because it has a couple different meanings for me. Obviously, the first one would be if, as a beauty professional, you want to put your clients first, think about them, how they feel, having your services performed. You know, you want to give them the best experience possible and make them feel great. But something that you might not think about in putting people first is on your website. And we talked a little bit about this earlier. But when you write your website content, you want to write it for a human being. <laughs> so don't stuff keywords in there that don't sound natural. 
you, you know, that kind of thing doesn't work anymore. So you want to write your content as if you're speaking directly to a client and you want to think about who is your ideal client, what kind of questions would they have um, before coming in to have this specific service done and give them those answers on your site, you know, show them those before and after photos, give them everything they need to make that decision. And I think that that's the best way you're going to attract those clients in through Google is by putting that first. And then another thing about putting people first is when you are doing your digital marketing, you want to put yourself out there because people connect with people. So uh, yes, I mean, put your photo of yourself on your website because people want to see you. They want to meet you. They want to learn about you. And so for me, at least when I, for example, am I going to go get a massage or something like that? Like, I want to see this person. I want to see who this is and learn a little bit about them so that I feel comfortable. And so if you put yourself and your staff on your website, show some personality, be real, even if it's uncomfortable and it'll work out. For sure. I love that. That's super, super cool. All right. Very good. Um, <clears throat> we have your checklist that we're going to share. Uh, you've shared this, that with us already. Uh, will you give us your dub dub, your socials, so we can find you, stalk you, and find out more about you? So my website is digitalglamsquad.com, and my, uh, all my social handles are digitalglamsquad as well. So you can connect with me on Facebook or LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn for connecting with business owners. And I also have a Facebook marketing group called Mastering Salon Marketing with Digital Glam Squad. So you can check that out as well. Amazing. All right, this has been super useful. Thank you so much. I do appreciate your time. Uh, and if you have any more questions, reach out to Tara. Uh, she's clearly happy to share. So that's amazing. <laughs> Thanks so much Thank for you. having me. All right. And that's a wrap. 200 wraps we've had now. We have wrapped up 200 episodes. So thank you so much for joining me. And thank you again to Tara for joining me on this momentous episode. Now, I want to know from you who is listening, what is the one action you're going to take in your business after listening to this episode? And I challenge you to write down that one thing as soon as you possibly can and truly set the wheels in motion to make sure that it happens. So you don't just listen and not do anything. So it could be checking out your mobile site, ensuring it's optimized, checking your website speed. On the back of this, we did exactly this. And ours was atrocious. I should know better. Rookie mistake. So don't take anything for granted. Go and check out your website. Now, remember, I'm always in Messenger. Be sure to drop me a DM. If you have any questions and need any help, you can find me in the Profitable and Successful Salon Owners Facebook group. Chat to me in Messenger. I would love to learn more about your salon and how I can hope, help you grow and expand your business. Otherwise, I look forward to seeing you same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. 
but make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.